the Geekery Radio Hour. We're recording live from the Geekery. 133 Main Street. In Madawan, New Jersey. I'm Doug. And, and beside me is... Kaylin. We're here live. Uh, we're about... You have about like an hour left while the shop's open. We yeah. died down a little bit, so yeah. we decided to take advantage. And um, we're hoping that the acoustics in the shop are a little bit better than uh, Doug's home. Yeah, we're recording live from the back of the store. Yes, so we could see the front. Surrounded by Marvel Legends figures and um, old X-Men A picture of a really insanely buff Wonder Woman. Where do you see? Oh, the really buff Wonder (laughs) Woman. Yes. Yeah. A Michelle Branch uh, Madawan t-shirt. Oh, you should explain that story. That's really funny. Uh, So, in local news... So we'll, you want to start with that? Sure. Michelle Branch is a local legend here in Matawan. She was a branch that hung from power lines across uh, Route 34 for, I don't know, at least a year and some change. I mean, it was so predominant and uh, you couldn't miss it that yeah. people were talking about it online. Yeah, right? she That's was how declared Michelle the branch. Michelle, Michelle the branch. branch. <laughs> And when she was ripped away from us in last summer, in last summer, last summer, whatever, she was ripped away from us. I know we did in last summer, so. And uh, my neighbor here on Main Street at Veruca Style, Lainey decided to make uh, t-shirts to... Commemorative t-shirts. Commemorative t-shirts to... (laughs) Honor her legacy. Yeah. Never forget. And they are still available. They are. There's one sitting right here on a skeleton. I could see it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Good job, Veruca. It's like our dumb town little... Inside joke. It's so... Yeah, it's so silly. It I is, love when people... I think it's really funny. When I had to explain it to people, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, but it was all the rage for a few months. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> on our uh, Facebook. And the fact town. that it was named Michelle and the fact that their shirts just yeah. makes it better. I don't know. I, I love that. Yeah. Someone saw it and they were like, did Michelle Branch play here? I'm like, no, obviously this is a t-shirt commemorating a branch that we had in town <laughs> called Michelle. Come on. It's just little town charm, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. And I love that. Speaking of small town charm, do you have any local news? I sure do, Kaylin. If Please. you're listening to this, the day it comes out, Tomorrow, on March 13th, Washington Engine Company is having their St. Patrick's Day Parade. And it is the shortest parade for St. Patrick's Day in New Jersey. It's the 10th annual one, too. Cool. It's from 6 o'clock until 6.05. And, and do a lot of people uh, yeah. go there to yeah. this? They There's do. a lot of people that show up for it. And you said it's just right in front of the, the yeah. firehouse. Yes, yeah. just right near there. Right in front of their firehouse. Like the bay doors that they use? How many people could possibly fit in front of that? I have no idea. Well, they come out, you know, the whole thing. Oh, so It's a parade, Kaylin. This is a parade. Tenth time for them, but first time for you. I've never been, yeah. Okay. I know that there are a lot of people. I saw it from a distance. I watched it from the shop window last year. I'm going this year. Okay. This year I'm going, and I'm going to be with my wife, Elizabeth. She's going to have, we're going to be wearing our geekery shirts at the parade. Easily identable. Easily identical. <laughs> Just in case you and happen to see them. Yeah, if you see us, we will be giving out special St. Patrick's Day stickers at the parade. I've so seen if you them. See us, 
say hello. Or don't say hello. Or don't say hello. Just take the stickers. You can't just take the stickers. That's what everyone is just there for. They're just going to be like, give me free stickers. You think so? Yeah, it depends. Is there going to be alcohol at this parade? (laughs) I don't think that there's time enough for there to be like, uh, you know. (laughs) Five minutes is plenty of time. (laughs) But yeah, it would be, uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I love that we have like lots of weird things like that in town. Well, listen guys, you have from six o'clock Friday, March 13th to 6.05 to get your special edition St. Patrick's Day Sharks. Yeah. I've seen the stickers. They're very cute. They are. I always like the designs that you make. And I think we should give you a shout out because you make all the designs for the sharks. And I think they're really cool. Thanks, Caitlin. I don't want any attention right now. Thank you very much. He's getting very uncomfortable. This is more than enough. Although, I have to say, with your candy cane sharks, I really wish there was a thin green line. Okay. There was not. Okay. That was my creative input, and I Doug was like... I tried it. It didn't... <sighs> Listen. It didn't work. And I'm That's sorry. Fair. Maybe there's always next year, right? There's always next year. Yeah. We can't just do all of our ideas at once, right? I don't think so. No. I don't think it'll be a smart move. To, to do, do all, all the, the ideas, ideas at, once. at once? No, it's not. It's not. All your fire in one night. Speaking of night. Speaking of night. <laughs> smooth transition. Go for it. Speaking Have of night. You, did you see Saturday Night Live last night? Yes, I watched it this morning. You did? Okay. Yeah. Not I, live. No, I slept last night. It was enough that we lost an hour. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I was telling Doug beforehand <laughs> that I'm an insane person, and I went to take a nap yesterday, and wind up just sleeping for like six hours. That's insane. So then I was up all night last night. So I watched SNL and then then some, and then was up until like 5 a.m. Insane. I haven't done that since like, God, I don't even remember. Forever. It was a good episode too, though. It like, was. Like it was worth it, staying up for. It was the first that uh, Daniel Craig hosted, right? Yeah. I don't think if he's ever no, they said he did eight years ago. I have no memory of that at all. For what? And though? I feel like I've been watching. Like, I know... Was eight years the first uh, he was Bond? Was it that long ago? No, he's been Bond for 16 years. He even said that in the monologue. Oh, I wasn't mentioned. Yeah, it's been 16 years since his first one. I thought the monologue was just... Which I thought was kind of cheap. That was really weird. I thought it was kind of cheap because they just went to a uh, digital clip. Yeah, I've never seen them do a sketch in the middle of the monologue like that. It was funny. I think it was the weakest part of the show, actually. Yeah... Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, thinking about it, like, I guess they have to have a conversation in the writer's room and be like, can you sing? Can you dance? Yeah, here's the four things we usually do. Like, can you talk about you other stuff? You want to interview fake guests in the audience? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess he didn't really have anything to come up with. Which no. is the, the digital score. Sh- <laughs> digital short was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I liked uh, the cold open was good. With Elizabeth Warren and all the nonsense. Of yes, that was really yeah. funny. Because when they were saying the intro, like, because Kate McKinnon was the host, right? Yeah, she, she was, was playing Laura Ingram. Yeah. And when she was, you know, alluding to it being Elizabeth Warren, I'm like, how the hell is she going <laughs> to do this? How are they going to manage or, like, to have her play both characters? Or, like, who else is going to try to be Elizabeth Warren? And then it just actually happened to be herself. So, that was really cute. Yeah. I thought it was cute. funny. I liked when, uh... She was rattling off all the donors. She's like, we got 
We got elementary school teachers, <laughs> middle school teachers, <laughs> high school teachers, and then she said teachers pets oh my God. <laughs> for all her her donors. It was stupid. Oh God. Well, R.I.P. to Elizabeth Warren. She's not dead, but her, her <laughs> campaigning is, I guess, at the moment. Well, I really liked that weird sketch that they did with eighty at the end. Oh, you're talking overnight. about overnight salad. <laughs> overnight salad. <laughs> that was so disgusting. It reminded me of the um. Was it called the the truffle that Rachel makes in that episode of Friends? Trifle. The trifle. It's a trifle. Yeah, where it's like it's, there's layers. Of... She makes like there's. It's usually a dessert, uh-huh. but they also you can make a meat trifle, and she kind of just combined <sighs> so it gross. the two. Uh-huh. So yeah. It's disgusting. It oh definitely... yeah, because that's what Joey says. He's like meat, good, uh, like whatever. He likes listed yeah. all the things how much he likes all of them anyway. So it definitely was put into a trifle dish though. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And all those things are disgusting. <laughs> just and I tons love of mayonnaise. When, and... I love when 80s just, like, the zany housewife. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, I don't know. What was that? Like, she, she was like, um, like a 50s housewife. It just, like, took too many barbiturates. Overnight, <laughs> <laughs> like, putting hot dogs and jello in a fucking trifle dish. And she just kept going back to mayonnaise. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, and, and guess, who's, guess who's back? It's mayonnaise. mayo. <laughs> I really like that. I can't think of like any of the other sketches. You have anything? Um, the on the couch music. Oh, the new the song. Yeah, they did yeah. Chris Red and Keenan and the Weekend. Yeah, I skipped the Weekend stuff, but I, I thought that song was really funny. I think I just let it play. I wasn't really paying attention. We were watching it on my live, phone. So. Oh, you watched it on your. No, 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 no! I was on my phone watching. Oh, I thought you said you watched SNL live on your phone. No, I'm like, no, what no! Did you I watched do it on last my night? television, like a normal person. <laughs> I mean, who knows? You slept for <laughs> like most of the day. SNL and then... was all I know is that SNL was off, and then I was like dyeing my hair, and I literally looked at the clock, and it, all of a sudden it was like three forty-five, and I was like, "What the uh-huh. hell?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's daylight savings time." Yeah, <laughs> but it was a real weird, real weird uh, transition. Wheeled, real wheeled. <laughs> it was wheeled. Shut up, Doug. Anyway, uh, on the couch was good. I thought. um... We did agree before that it was basically like a Lonely Island sketch. Yeah, it was the closest they've come because they've yeah. tried to do songs before, and they were good. But like this one, I love like when they're absurd. I like, me too. I like when Pete goes on and he has that really. Um, they like make his voice extremely deep, uh-huh. like a, like an auto tuny. Yeah, like I think that's absurd. Yeah, I, I love when they really go funny. more absurd than like. Oh yeah. I Which think that's I... why I loved the overnight salad. Like that oh, yeah. that sketch was deranged. It was so oh, stupid. Yeah. Well in all, decent episode. Not terrible. No. Not no, it was best. good. And I was I I think that I was like, Oh, it was a good episode because I did not expect much out of Daniel Craig. I really like when that happens. I really like when you're like, Why is this person the guest on yeah. SNL? A couple of weeks ago that there was like a football player, JJ Watt. Watts, and I'm like, I don't know who the hell this is, and he was hilarious. He was really it was funny. A really good episode. He was really funny. So it's nice when there's like a surprise like that. You know? Callback from last week. Guess who's uh, hosting in a few weeks? Who? John Krasinski. Oh really? I don't think has Emily Blunt ever hosted SNL. Emily Blunt probably hosted SNL. This is not the the Blunt Krasinski hour, Caitlin. <laughs> I mean. Blunt talk with John Krasinski. I like how you're subtly putting Blunt's name in the beginning. When well, it's because the it is the Krasinski Blunt hour. That's not how it would be. Why not? 
Because she's in movies that make money, Kaylin. He was on The Office and he made faces. And he made faces. That's all he did. I, half the cast just made faces. He made the most faces. He made the most He made the most faces. <laughs> well. I honestly will not have this conversation with you again. I mean, do I have to bring up Mary Poppins? Because she was in that and that was just. All right. We get it. Mary Poppins okay. 2 is probably right. not very good. You know what? We'll agree to disagree here. Unless we put I, up a poll. Honestly, I don't agree I to disagree. <laughs> you disagree to disagree? I disagree to disagree. Um, okay. Well, I feel like we should get off the topic of SNL. Probably. More so, the topic <laughs> of John Krasinski versus Emily Blunt. Um. What do you got? I want to talk about comics. Oh, on yeah. the, the Geekery Radio Hour, the show where we... Based off of the Geekery. In, in a comic book store? Yeah, I feel like we should touch base okay, on that. Okay, let's not talk just about for comic a books. Bit. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? You want me to go? Yeah, you go. I'll talk about some cool stuff that came in the store this week? Yeah, sure. All right. I was super stoked to read Darth Vader number two. In the first issue that we got mm -hmm. last month. Oh, man. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to be vague. I'm okay. I'm going to be real vague. They're telling the story right now in Darth Vader. The story that they're telling is between Empire Strikes Back okay. and Return of the Jedi. So all that like empty space there. Sure. That we haven't really explored. Yeah. You know? So right now, it started with Darth Vader in issue one. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's pissed. He found out that Luke Skywalker's alive. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Why, how has my kid been alive this whole time? Who hid him? What's going on? So he takes this droid... And he basically tells this, he programs this droid that, mm -hmm. like, if he reveals any of the information that he's going to learn, mm -hmm. he will self-destruct. Okay. <laughs> so he cannot say what he's going to find. So he takes this droid, and they go to Tatooine, and they go all over the place, gathering clues, trying to figure out who hid Luke Skywalker away. Okay. And then they... At this point, does... Does Darth Vader know that Leia is... I don't think he knows that Leia's around. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know. Because in, in the... Or, like, who in the Leia prequels, is. In the prequels, did he... He wasn't aware that she gave birth to... He did know. Yeah, he was there for the birth. Oh, okay. I, for best my best I remember, he was there for the birth. All right, here's where we get canceled. We're I hate that scene. Star Wars it's terrible. Padme gives birth to the children, and she literally looks at the one, and she goes, uh, Luke. And then she goes, uh, Leia. And then she dies. <laughs> That's from memory how that scene plays out, and it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of Padme, they go, they leave Tatooine, mm -hmm. and the droid basically says, like, hey, so I'm looking at my files, and apparently Luke Skywalker's dad could be Anakin Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Anakin Skywalker was uh, the security guard of Padme Amidala, and what if that's... The mother. Mm hmm So let's, like, go check out her apartment. And okay. Darth Vader's like, sure, that's a good idea. <laughs> so then they go to um, Padme's, like... Lair. Lair. Her, her apartment, where she lived on Coruscant. And I can't even... I can't spoil it. The last page, there was a reveal. Okay. And issue two picked up right where it left off, and like, it answered any and all questions, and it was so good. The moment after the yeah, reveal? Man. Yeah, it was really cool. good. It was really good. And what is this one called? Star Wars Darth Vader. That's okay. it. Okay. 
Short and simple. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars and it's the story right, of Darth Vader. Right to the point. That's the way I like it. This week we also had Decorum, the new sci-fi book from Jonathan Hickman, who is like completely taken all of the X-Men titles and done a whole overhaul. He's mm -hmm. changed so much in the X-Men lore lately. And uh like origin stories. Yes, it's way too much to go into, but he's been doing some really, really cool stuff with the mutant books. Okay. He kind of changed. Are they focusing the game. still on Wolverine? And oh yeah, Psychops? all of like your, almost everyone's like alive again mm -hmm. in the mutants, and there's like a cool reason why. Okay. And um, those books have been like incredible, and like they're, I don't know. Everyone's reading them. Do it they feels at like least add some add some more X Men or touch on yeah the yeah less yeah popular ones? Absolutely. I'm kind of sick of the whole Wolverine, Jean Grey. Yeah. Is it Cyclops? Is yeah, there's a lot there? going on with that love triangle. Ugh, God, I'm so <laughs> over it. How many years has it been since... Well, at least for me, it would be personally when the movies came out. So what was that, 2002? The first movie came out in 99. Shut up. I know. Oh, my God. I so hate, long ago. I hate that era of time, the late 90s, early yeah. aughts, because I'm, I'm never sure. I'm no, never I know. Sure. It could it's be insane that Hugh Jackman and... Halle Berry and all of them played those characters for so long. It's insane. I mean, when was the latest one that they were all in? Oh, was that... They made a cameo in... Was that just Days of Future Past, maybe? I don't yeah. think that any of them were in the Apocalypse movie. I don't think so, or, but, but they did definitely do the cameo. And what yeah. was that? What year did that come out? I have no memory of that. Oh, it was going to be like 2016... Something. To 13? Something. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Real vague. But that's basically like that's like 15 years. Yeah. I'm over it. I want new blood. I want... You're looking for the hard reboot of X-Men. Yeah, but give me, you know, not Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark? <sighs> that movie was so bad. Yeah. So, so bad. I didn't even see it. I didn't even want to see I it. I saw it in theaters. I saw the trailer. It was... It was really rough. That's a shame. I don't dislike her as an actress. No, no, I was totally in for her being in it. It's fine. But just whatever they did with it. No, those movies are just, I don't know. Insane. And I just, I want to focus on different, there's so many X-Men. Mm-hmm. There Not really are. There are so many. Um, these, like, five ones. Well, that's why I have high hopes for the New Mutants movie. I don't know if you saw the trailer for that. They're, I haven't. Doing an X-Men movie, and they're doing, like, all the other MC movies. Like, they're not just making a superhero movie. Superhero movie is not a genre anymore. Mm -mm. They're making a horror movie okay. with X-Men, you know? I'm here for it. Trailer looks dope. And it's got uh, Arya Stark in it. Oh, <laughs> this perfect. <one>. Yeah. <laughs> so we're keeping the Stark family line alive in the X-Men movies. I don't hate that. I love Arya, so. Yeah. What's her name? Maisie. Maisie. Williams? Does that feel right? That feels right. Arya Stark. Yeah. <laughs> She's better known. <laughs> yes. Uh, also in the shop this week, we have Cable number one, speaking of mutants, and another Star Wars book, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. So, there's a lot of good stuff this week on the shelf. Star Wars Bounty Hunter is that It's a book about with... Star Wars Bounty Hunters. I don't know exactly when that book takes place. I haven't read that one yet, but... It's a... Are... Okay, this is going to be really dumb, but mm -hmm. are bounty hunters strictly... Well, Han was a bounty hunter, no? No. Was he the opposite of a bounty hunter? Han's like a schmuck. Like a treasure hunter, perhaps? Yeah, he's okay. like a 
Scoundrel? Is, is Nerf Herder? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mandalorians. Mandalorians are not all bounty hunters. No. They're not. Okay. No, not necessarily. But the uh, this. But Boba Fett was. Boba Fett was. Okay. Yeah. And that's uh, what I'm, I'm trying to see if it's in line with the Mandalorian show. Yeah, I like think that's that's kinda... one of the ideas behind this book is that if you liked the Mandalorian, this would be a good comic series for you to check out. Yeah, you gotta ring all that Disney you know, Star, Star Wars, Wars money Disney, out of yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have enough. They don't. Struggling company. <laughs> <laughs> Help them out, guys. You know what? I I don't know if you ever heard of Star Wars, but. <laughs> <laughs> or Disney. Or Disney. Who's it? Who's oh man, that? the House of Mouse. House of Mouse. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> Mickey's Clubhouse. Is that something? Oh, that's a kid show. That's a kid show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like Disney as much as I think you like Disney. I like we talk about Disney this stuff often. well enough. Like, I'm not you'll, like you'll see the news. I mean, I get obsessed with like I'm obsessed with Big Hero Six, and I was obsessed with Coco. Uh-huh. Are those technically Pixar? Uh, Coco is, yeah, and Big Hero 6 is not. That's actually Disney. Yeah, yes. Big Hero 6 is regular Disney. But yeah, like, there's some that I, like, absolutely adore, mm-hmm. but, like... Liz and I just watched Frozen 2 the other day. I watched that in theaters, because I took... I did not like it. I took my niece, Leah, and uh-huh. her friend. It was it was awful. I thought it was really dumb, and very long. Oh, my God. Very and it didn't long. really make much sense. No. Uh... I don't know. The girls liked it, but they're like 11. They're kids. They're who yeah. they was made for. I was not the, the target that, audience, so I'm not mad that I didn't like it, but honest, I didn't like it. I was hoping for a new Let It Go. I was hoping for a new song to mindlessly sing. The music in it was good. I don't remember a single song from it, though. They did, um, uh, Dina Mazel did the, uh, I said <laughs> Happy it, right? Happy with how you said it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> How did John Travolta say it? Adele Dazim, uh, Kaylin. How could you forget? <laughs> wickedly talented. Adele Dazim. <laughs> um, she did the song with all the uh, the other um, voice actors that did the songs in their like respective countries. I heard about that, and I thought that was really kind of a neat thing and to do. And honestly, I didn't for, see it, for no good reason, I wanted to call it The Color of the Wind, and that's definitely <laughs> <For> Pocahontas. <laughs> Have you painted with all the colors of the wind? Yes. Uh, something about a blue corn moon? I don't know. We gotta get out. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie like once, maybe th- thrice. I think I like that one. Did we watch it in middle school? What? Like instead of like... Pocahontas. Instead of like doing classwork at one point? <laughs> I like, think we watched that movie as if it was you know historically what? accurate. We might as well have. <laughs> They're in like, the, guys, this is exactly how it happened. In the... What, what did they call it? The LGI... The large group instruction room. Remember that? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We did watch it in middle school. Uh, no, we watched Mulan. Never mind. We watched Mulan. Oh, we was definitely did. In, like, seventh grade. We definitely grade. did. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, wow. Mulan, yeah. <laughs> this animated movie, this dragon, public this all school, Public schools are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. They're doing great. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask questions about what uh a lot of things i feel like every time we talk about comics i at least have a few um but uh i'm k and i have uh some cues k's cues k's cues k's cues what do you got k what's your cues well there is some terminology that you tend to say and you have mentioned that i just would like a little bit of clarification 
Okay. Again, I try to stress this um, as much as possible. I am still new to comics. Okay. So when I go to explain stuff or when you say stuff to me, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily register it. So I wanted to... I wrote down a few. What is a splash page? A splash page is usually like a piece of action or, uh, you know... It's a double page spread, basically. Okay. So, like, you'd be reading something, you know, panel for panel, ba 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 ba, and then you would turn the page, and bam, they're both just... pages are, I don't know, there's an explosion happening, or okay. the big superhero team up has happened, and everybody's flying towards the it's evil. It's like a, an exciting point where yeah. they like just yes have it where they need they dedicate that, a whole two that it's pages. so dramatic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. What about a uh, variant? A variant. I know I've gotten some for you, but so I kind of understand what they are. They're just different covers. Yeah, of the sometimes same release when, especially when like a book has its first issue, sometimes mm-hmm. there will be like so many different covers from like all different artists, and yeah. uh, it's all the same stuff inside, but the outside cover is different. I've noticed that in some comics that they do include the variants in the back pages. Just yeah, like sometimes they'll show you like, oh, here's the other mm-hmm. cool covers that X artist did or whatever. That's really cool. Um, oh, this was this actually got asked in the shop today, okay. so I wanted to bring it back up. Um, a customer asked if she had a graphic novel that she purchased. Like, she purchased a, a couple books, mm-hmm. and she said, "Is it, are any of these a graphic novel? So what's the difference between a trade and a graphic novel? So a trade paperback is a collection, usually, of... Uh, multiple numbers of issues that are released monthly. So, we'll say, I'm looking right here right now at at Ghost Spider. Mm. So, Ghost Spider, issue 7 is on the shelf right now. Now, I know, just from remembering, but issues 1 through 6 can be found in Ghost Spider Volume 1. Okay. So, that's a trade paperback. So, that's a collection of single issues? Yes. Okay. Collected together, bound in what is called a trade paperback. So now, like, issue 7 is on the shelf. So once issue 12 comes out, it'll probably be 7 through 12. We'll make up volume 2. And then those can sometimes be smushed into what, like, I guess it would be considered a compendium? Like a whole like a whole story? Like, like, you're saying, like, a lot two. more than... Okay, so now, like, we have this saga book yeah. that I'm going to tease, Kaylin's going to talk about later. That would be called an omnibus. That one right there. Yeah. Okay. Because that has, I think, issues one through, like, maybe 54. It's so heavy. It's large. What does it say on the back there? Um, yep, one through 54. One through 54. That's an omnibus. Omnibus. It says compendium, though. Well, compendium. Compendium one. I think they... That's where I got that name. I didn't come up with compendium (laughs) like I alluded to. But a a graphic novel is usually a book that is written as that book. Start to finish. Yes. There's no... Yeah, had not been released any other way. Good to know. It's released as a graphic novel. Uh, The book Fun Home by Alison Bechdel comes to mind. That's a graphic novel. Okay. Uh, Last week I talked about that Shadow of Batgirl, Cassandra Cain book. That was a graphic novel. It was never released in any other way. It was just released as that. Good to know. Yeah. Now I feel a little bit more informed. You are informed. Well, speaking of Saga... Did I A all those cues? You A'd <laughs> all those cues, Doug. I hate that, but I really... <laughs> we don't have a guest today. Not today. But Kaylin is going to talk to us about a graphic novel... Not a graphic novel. About a comic book that she enjoys. 
Yes. I'm just setting this up because we're going to go to our first song. Okay. Right? We're going to throw to our first song before before you talk about Saga. Justin, uh, each week will give us uh, two songs. So we're going to start it off with uh, Justin's first pick, which is Mr. Blue Sky by ELO.
<laughs> that was that was Electric Light Orchestra with Mr. Blue Sky. So this week, once again, we are without guest. Not that we don't have guests coming, but before we have guests, we should talk about the books that we love. Yeah, I think that makes talk the most to each sense. Other. Last Doug week did... I did Mr. Miracle. Sorry, stepped on you. Doug. It's International Women's Day. I can't believe I should be so disrespectful <laughs> on International Women's Day. I'm so sorry. Yes, well, Doug went over Mr. Miracle last week, so we decided this week that I would do the comic book that got me into comic books. Seriously, at least. Yeah. Um, and that was Saga. And that was at Doug's um, suggestion. Suggestion. Recommendation. Recommendation. So Saga is um, written by Brian K. Vaughn with art by Fiona Staples. Fiona Staples' art in that book. Is insane. It's so insane. And I can't even... I, I wish I was a fly on the wall for the things that she's had to draw on. Oh, like the disgusting things. Oh, yeah. Like very phallic things mm -hmm. and really interesting characters like um, Prince Robot. Mm-hmm. Is very weird. He's basically just a old timey television with a robot body, yeah. dressed in royal military garb. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is so cool. Anytime I see a prince robot at uh, a comic convention, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god, I love it. It's it's a really funny costume. Yeah, I it saw one is. at New York Comic Con this past year that oh, had did a really? working. Television. television? <gasps> see, that's why I'm afraid to go to Comic Con. <laughs> I, I'm not that intriguing I, I couldn't think of anything to do that cool uh -huh. you know you had a really good co uh, comic costume uh for halloween oh god when i was i was robot man from, oh my uh, god from doom patrol it was wonderful halloween. and uh your wife was um, liz was shade the changing girl it yeah. was really cool <laughs> and i think i was what was i <laughs> oh i was um i was also a comic person i was uh madam satan Oh, yeah, from yeah. Uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, because yeah, it was our first Halloween here in the store. Yeah, so... you so came by. We had to represent. I don't feel like we've talked enough. I know we're going to get back to Saga, but, like, yeah. even that Halloween, you brought treats to give out, didn't you? Did I? I thought you made cookies again. I might have. Or cupcakes, maybe? Yeah, Kaylin's really the geekery resident baker. I am. I if try to be. If there's ever, like, good treats in the store. Other than Justin made those shark cookies for Black Friday last year that were really good. Small Business Saturday, rather. Well... Challenge accepted. Oh, Bake Off. Bake Off. <laughs> Geekery Bake Off. I like that idea. But I've had years of practice, so you better bring it, Justin. You hear that, Justin? You're going to make saga cookies, Caitlin? Maybe. Brought us right back on. I veered us right back onto Thank the track. Thank you. Um, so I guess I should explain the story a little bit. Yeah, let me ask you. Yeah, you, <clears throat> you take charge of the interview. Yes. Let me do this. Sure. Because this is how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. When you come on, you're going to tell me what got you into comic books. Go. Uh, I think it was honestly just Doug's suggestion. Mm -hmm. I, were you reading Saga? I might have been at the I time. I think you were reading I've Saga. I've read quite a bit of it. I've never, I haven't read, read the whole thing yet. No. Or the whole thing that exists, at least. My extent, my past of comics really is limited. Mm -hmm. I remember us running across 18 to go to Archie Comics. MC Comics. Oh, MC Comics. Was yeah. it Archie at some point? I feel no. like, wasn't there like a, a head with an apple on top of it? Oh, that's, there's like a plumbing place over there called Archie. Oh, okay. Or that's Archery something. or Archer or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well then that's next door to there. <laughs> MC Comics. So sorry. Um, 
But I remember running into there, and I, I might have gotten, like, a paperback trade mm-hmm. just to buy something while I was there. Um, then we went to the record shop a few times. I picked up some random stuff there, but I never mm-hmm. really got into anything because I was too intimidated. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what I would like, and... It didn't seem like something I would want to spend my money on yeah. willingly if I didn't know if I'd like it or not. Yeah. So Doug suggested Saga, and I loved it. Saga's got a really good entry point for people because it's kind of like a... <sighs> for fans of Star Wars or fans of Romeo and Juliet. I was just like, going to say... it's very, very I think weird. even on the back of one of the books, it, it does say... Um, Maybe not this book. Or maybe it was something I read online. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But they do compare it to a Romeo and Juliet. But instead of the Montagues and the Capulets, it's the people of Landfall and the people of the Wreath. Yeah. Two warring planets of different species. Yeah. I think Al- Alana is a guard yeah. for Landfall. Mm-hmm. And Marco, uh, who is the other protagonist, he winds up being a prisoner of war from the Wreath. Yeah. And that's kind of how they meet. And they wind up falling in love almost immediately. And then they just um, escape together. When two people love each other very much. <laughs> Sometimes what could happen is... A, a baby's name. a baby can be made. And actually that baby's name is Hazel. So mm-hmm. she was actually... Um, I, I don't even know the correct terminology for this part Landfallian. Oh yeah, I don't know. From the wreath. I really don't uh-huh. know the terminology, so I'm sorry. Um, but they do You're offending up... both. Both, both people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, they, they escape, you know, persecution from each of the respective mm-hmm. planets. And uh, they wind up getting pregnant. And Alana has a baby, Hazel. And it's really them just trying to stay together and stay a family. And not get murdered. And not get murdered, yeah. Because <laughs> their baby has horns and wings. Horns and wings. That's I should have mentioned that. Yeah. So people <laughs> from Landfall have wings. Okay. And people from Wreath have horns. That's why they're so easily recognizable mm-hmm. for each other to murder yeah. in war is because they have one or the other. Distinguishing features. Now Hazel could be easily spotted, but I think that at one point they, they wrap her wings in the beginning. Yeah. She or she like... or she doesn't have wings. I can't remember how that turned out, but she definitely has horns in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, if she was ever in public, she would pass for somebody from the wreath. Yeah. So, um, basically, it's them just kind of ping-ponging around the universe, running into other misfits, hiding, sometimes getting captured. This is one of those books that feels like, uh, also, like, at the end of every couple of issues, you're just like, holy crap. Oh, yeah, they because there's... some crazy beast, or... Well, they are getting hunted. Mm-hmm. They are getting hunted. I think the first person to seek them out is the Will. Now, the Will is... Uh, Which a is so hunter. mysterious. Like, it's just this dude called the Will. Yeah, like, I think he is technically human. The Will I like, though, because... Um, not him, per se, but... <laughs> his journey... Mm-hmm. And his side characters, too. He has a character called Lion Cat, which is basically this little alien cat that follows her around. And it's for him to decipher who's lying. And sometimes the cat calls him out, and he just goes, mm-hmm. you're lying. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Um, and uh, the will, the will I think, was um, ordered by Prince Robot. I think so. I think they, they reach out to him. Yeah, it's honestly been <laughs> a very long time. Um, they reach out to him to kind of locate this ragtag family. He's and a, yeah, he's like a bounty hunter yeah. out for Hazel. 
yeah. and Marco and Alana. He also runs into, um, oh good lord, what is her name? I'm looking at my little paper here because I can't remember. The other bounty hunter? Yeah. The brand. The brand, yeah. yes. Oh, cool. no. Oh, no, the Stark. The Stark is the uh, spider-looking woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, and they wind up mm-hmm. doing it. And that it's really weird. spider lady. <laughs> it's really weird to see. Um, there's also other supporting characters like um, Isabel, which mm-hmm. is uh, a ghost. <laughs> their ghost nanny. Yeah, their ghost nanny. She's like a young teenage alien ghost. I don't, I'm not really... She's sh- a ghost of a... Of a, of a, yeah, a dead a t- young girl yeah. with her intestines hanging from yes. her. <laughs> and she's the best nanny that they could find. <laughs> yeah. I think something happens where <clears throat> she, like, pledges her allegiance or she is bound to them somehow, like yeah. her soul is. Yeah. So she winds up just going in tow with them. There's also, um, I think it's Marco's, Marco's mother is along for the ride. Yes, Marco's Marco's parents. mother and Hazel also get, um... They get trapped at some sort of detaining center. I forget what what yeah, planet it is. Yeah, they get captured is. and they're on a, like a prison planet, right? Yeah, and that's where they meet my personal favorite character, um, mm-hmm. which is Petricor. And I had to look over to my little sheet because <laughs> I was like trying to pronounce it. This is the only thing that stinks about um, comics that weren't made into television or movies. <laughs> is because sometimes you come across these names and I'm like, uh. I think it's I think it's Petrocor. Uh-huh. That's what me and Doug decided it was. Um, but it goes really into a bunch of human themes, like we talked about, kind of for Mister Miracle. Like Petrocor is a trans woman, mm-hmm. and there's this really um, really cool part where Hazel asks about her anatomy because she winds up seeing her in uh-huh. the nude. Yeah, and it's just very simple explanation. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. You know? It is cool. Um, another name that we have some little bit of debate about is Gus versus Goose. It's Goose, man. I'm telling you. Doug says Goose. He's this I've been reading seal it. seal with overalls, right? Like, He's, so like... <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute. I've been reading it as Gus. It could very well be Goose. Um, but yeah, they're... They're a lot. It's, it's a, a great lot. series. <laughs> And it's been on a hiatus now for, I guess, a little over a year. Mm-hmm. The uh, final issue at 54, so far, yeah, was promised to be the exact absolute halfway mark between the middle of the series and the end of the and series. The end. Yeah. So they swear to come back for another 54 more. But uh, I, I know it was when they announced that that was the halfway part, point, they said they'd be back in a year. It's been a little bit over a year. Good things take time. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Fiona Staples' art is so phenomenal that uh, even between, like, uh, arcs for this book, mm-hmm. they would take breaks because it, it you know, like you said, <laughs> it takes time. Oh my god, yeah. And it's intricate, and it's, there's planets, and there's, I'm, I'm assuming Brian K. Vaughn is giving her little clues to as what is something you know is supposed to look like yeah but as far as like conceptualizing it and actually putting it down on paper that's a whole nother yeah whole other monster to kind of tackle but the book is great i love it there's so many characters that you kind of fall in love with unexpectedly sometimes too the uh 
growth, character growth is yeah, really good. Yeah, some of the characters in this book, without giving away any spoilers, like, you maybe hate them. Yep. And completely come around on them. Yep. Or vice versa. Oh, for sure. There's points in time where I hate characters that you started off loving. Like Marco? <laughs> I, Marco I never had a problem with. Marco annoys me really? sometimes because... Elena, when there's like a whole thing with her in like the middle of this, oh, basically. Yeah. We don't want to give away too much, but Marco, I I I feel like I can give this away. Mm -hmm. Marco has this, this idea in his head that, um, since so much blood has spilled on both sides that he refuses to be Mm nonviolent, even sometimes when faced with immediate danger to his family. Yeah. Which I find annoying. Because, like, yes, I feel like I personally would not want to hurt another human being Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, and he definitely for my got own reasons, in trouble. But if it came down to like my family or my friends, I feel like I it, you kind of have to. Yeah, you have to make those sacrifices. So that's why Marco annoys me sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all in all, you would recommend. Oh, absolutely. Saga. It's really funny cuz every once in a while I'll be in the store here and people come in and I'll see that they have Saga mm-hmm. or I'll mention Saga. And I have yet to meet a person that's like wishy washy about it. Me too. Yeah, there's no one who's like, I read it. I read read an issue or two and it's fine. No. There's not a person who says that. It's very unique to that. It's very unique. It's got adult themes, it's got childlike themes. You get Mm -hmm. Hazel's perspective from time to time. It has crude humor and yet also like such sincere moments. And. Honestly, I whoever is creating these characters, I'm assuming they're Brian K. Vaughan, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say maybe some art Freena Staples takes a little of you know some liberties, some yeah, liberties. to do some extra. And this stuff that you see is just like bananas. Like yeah. I couldn't even think of this in mm. my own twisted brain. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did somebody think of <laughs> this particular scene. I don't want to give anything away because honestly, I want you to read this book, open up the pages and be like, what Horrified. the fuck? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Any other questions? That's it. So you, that's, that's honestly it. Honestly, 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 honesty is that, the best policy. I'm just rambling now. Talk to me honestly. Really great. Um, no, that's the, the three questions are, you know, who are you? Who are you? Who is your daddy? What, what does, does he do? do? No, you know, how did you, what got you into comic books? And Doug. what is something that you truly, Doug, yeah. but no, I mean this like guy. your gateway comic, <laughs> your gateway comic in this Ooh. case is also your favorite comic. I like that phrase. Yes. Yeah. It, you know what? It is and it isn't. Uh-huh. It is my favorite because it's, it was my first, but it's also sometimes not my favorite. I sometimes forget how good it is until I get mm. into another issue and I'm like, holy crap, I forgot. Yeah. But I love a bunch of stuff. Because I always say, for I would me, say, I would say, Saga might be my favorite because I've read the most. Yeah. Saga. So you've done the like the deepest mm-hmm. of, yeah, yeah. You followed it the farthest mm-hmm. so far. I feel that. One of my first books that I ever read was Simpsons comics. I was obsessed with Simpsons comics. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, and they're like—is it like the show? Yeah, it's exactly like the show. Oh, but they get into like a predicament in that uh-huh. certain. It's yeah, it's the it. same, whatever. As this, as the TV series, used to love to read Simpson comics. But, uh, Oops. Yeah. Sorry um, about that. All right, so this is going to take us now to our song two. Song. I forgot. Am I doing? That? <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. No. Uh, 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 um, 
Actually, yeah, Kaylin, you go. What's our second song? Song number two from Justin is Sympathy by Vampire Weekend. I love this album. Father of the Bride is such a good Vampire Weekend album. Very good. Definitely give it a listen if you haven't already. Yeah. So here is... Sympathy. Bye. Vampire Weekend. I think I took myself too serious. (laughs) It's not that serious.
I didn't know that Doug pressed the record button. So, so it's just you whispering sympathy. <laughs> and this brings us to the end of the show. But before we get anywhere else, oh I want to say, uh, or I guess I should ask, I heard you had some huge news. So as of this recording, it has yet to be announced, but it will be announced by the time I'm talking about it, that we have been selected as one of the first stores to carry comics by the Bad Idea imprint, Woo! not imprint, publisher. So we are a Bad Idea destination store. So starting now, come into the shop and you can pre-order the first book that they have available by... Uh, what, I was gonna say so. <laughs> so, bad idea isn't isn't releasing to all stores. No, they're not in all stores. They're only in some stores, and some of those stores include us. Very cool. Yes, it's 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 really 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 cool. We're one of only fifty. That's amazing. Nationwide. Nationwide. That's amazing. That are carrying this. We're the first ones. So, their first book is called. ENIAC, written by Matt Kint, with art by Doug Braithwaite. So it sounds really cool. His books are, like, very good. Just a couple weeks are ago, they? we had that book, this book called, called Bang. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a, I think it had a pull quote from um, Keanu Reeves on it. That oh, really? said it was equal parts James Bond and John Wick. And it was already optioned okay. to be a TV series. Wow, alright. So he's like a, he's a writer that people really have come to like and expect craziness yeah. out of. So it's really cool that he's going to be one of their first books. That's amazing. So if you come into the shop, you can pre-order all four issues with us. They start coming in in, uh, in May. May 6th is the on-sale date for that first book. This is, like, really cool. I don't know. It, all of the issues, they're, they're not going to be collected in trade paperbacks. They're only going to be single-issue comics. Oh, so really? it's like once they're printed, that's it. So you got to get them like, while they're hot. Yeah, you can collect the issues, and that's it. They're never going to be digital. Wow. They're never going to be in trade paperbacks. So paper this racks. is like a real exclusive. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool thing that they're doing. I don't know. I really I'm really really excited for it. They're going around the standard shipper for all of the comic books. They're not going to be released through Diamond Comics. Okay. They're doing their own thing. They're doing it all themselves. A true independent. Comic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. It is indie comics. Indie comics. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, any any of you guys that are interested in bad idea titles, definitely swing by the Geekery. Yeah. And check them out. I don't know. While even even while last. we're even while we're doing this, like I know that I'm one of the stores. I don't know who else is. It's so cool. There are how many states? <laughs> <laughs> there are. There's upwards of fifty, Caitlin. I mean, there's fifty. There's got to be more, right? So there are fifty states. Plus Hawaii, and... plus Alaska, so fifty-two, right? Plus Puerto Rico, 53. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was a really, that was a hard-hitting question, Caitlin. Thank you. One of K's Q's. <laughs> K's Q's. What? How many states we got in this country? 50 states. 50 stars on a flag. And there are 50, <clears throat> 50 stores that they've, they've chosen. Yeah, so, so that, I do not know. That could be one per state. It could be one per state, yeah. That's insane. It could be... 49 stores in Texas and us. And I don't know. Yeah, like it's it's really, 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 really exciting. It's well, so cool. Shout out to Bad Idea. Yeah. Very cool. Can't wait to see the comics. When I found out that we were going to be one of the stores, I honestly, I lost my mind. It's so cool. We are all in. Hashtag Bad Idea. 
In all seriousness, though, if you come in the shop and you're interested in these books, uh, fill out one of our pre-order forms. For sure. We'll have them waiting for you. Like Doug said, wall supplies last. Yeah. Once if... they're here, once they're gone, that's it. <laughs> that Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, amazing nudes. Congratulations. Did you say amazing nudes? <laughs> yes. Amazing. I mean, it's pretty good nudes, <laughs> but oh my goodness. I might have said amazing nudes. Amazing sorry. nudes. It's Thank been a you. long day. <laughs> been a long time, been a long time. Anyway, so, congrats, as always, Doug. we have been the Geekery Radio Hour. You can find us at the Geekery Radio Hour at the Geekery NJ. You can come to the store at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. K can be found at K-O, which is K-A-E underscore O-H-H-H-H. I think it's just three H's. It's three. I don't know. I looked it up did. the other day. Thanks, Doug. Three and ages. Doug can be found at... At Dumplestiltskin. You're not going to spell no. <laughs> Y'all should know by now. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, I, I really am excited by how warmly we were received so far. Oh, my God. So, hopefully... It's been amazing. We've, we've had people reach out to be on the show, which, I mean, if you are, throw your hat in the ring... Get in touch with Doug. Get in touch with me. Whoever. Yeah. Um, we want and we'll to set up a date. You. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, thank you for the downloads. It's been like really surprising. I yeah, guess. Yeah, cool. Of how many we've gotten so far. That that's amazing. So thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, stay tuned for next week. Until next time, we have been the Geekery Radio. <laughs> <Hour>. <laughs> All right, bye guys. Bye.